Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? hit the airwaves at a turbulent time in American history. One month after Woodstock and the Manson murders, American troop numbers in Vietnam were at their highest, with casualties having exceeded those in the Korean War. It was a good time for something simple and goofy that could take advantage of the newly available color TV. Scooby-Doo, with its predictable plot lines and silly jokes, fit the bill. And it didn't hurt that it threw just a bit of a wink at the counterculture. Kids could get just a taste of something scary without leaving their comfort zones. The show was successful enough to have still been on when we were kids, both in syndication and with new episodes. We remember it fondly, but we're trying to be objective, so pour yourself a Scooby Snack cocktail and join us for episode 30 of Toasting the Classics, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Welcome, one and all, to Toasting the Classics. Yeah? Yeah. What is the show? Well, I'm Clint Lanier, by the way. I'm Dave MacArthur. But what is the show? What happens? What is the show? Yeah. You want to know what the show is? What is the show? This is the show where we take a purported classic of some creative fashion. Okay. Uh, Some sort. We talk about it. We talk about it. We drink something related to it. We dissect it. We vivisect it. What? It's not dead until we kill it, so we're vivisecting. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever that is, we're doing that. Yeah. We are some molesting it, perhaps. The the guts of this. Abusing it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we're like okay. a, we're like a father of the fifties, and we are after we do all that to it. Right. Then we decide whether it is a classic or not. Right. Because we are the authorities. We are the last word. That's right. On it. Now, along the way, we're also going to drink and have fun and tell right. a bunch of jokes and drinking something related to the classic. When we say Alex earmuffs, then that you know something really good is about to happen. Right. But there's no explicit tag, so we have to be careful. <laughs> Now, th- we are, uh, as we speak, we are just a few days out from Halloween. Last uh, episode, we talked about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right. first uh, slasher film ever made in the U.S. Right. I wonder if there's any other international films. We didn't, we didn't ask that. We should look that into that. That'd be interesting, huh? Don't know. But uh, so this is our, our kind of free form. So I chose it this time, and my choice was episode one and two of the very first 1969 Scooby-Doo, where are you? Scooby-Doo, where are you? That confused me at first. I had trouble yes. finding the original episodes. I did not know that was the official tagline. That was the official tagline. Of the old show. Not to be confused with uh, a pup named Scooby-Doo. Um, or R2-D2, where are you? <laughs> Scooby and Friends. Scooby and Friends, right. Uh, what's new? Yeah, what's new Scooby-Doo, which okay. is, I think, the newest. Cars in I believe there's something called Spooktacular. Spooktacular, something that like comes that. comes to mind. Now, so this is, this is my, my pick. Right. So Dave gets to choose whether it's a classic or not. Now we're going to di- mm-hmm. do our vivisection, yep. dissection. Let's get into it. Okay. So where do we start? Uh, made in 1969. I would like to request that we start with drinking. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> because so I, I, may I, need, I may need a little more lubrication yeah. to deal with this subject. So I, I created for us a, uh, I made a cocktail called okay. a Scooby treat or Scooby snack. Scooby rather. snack, yeah. yeah Scooby it's got snack. the alliteration there. Don't kill Scooby the alliteration. Scooby snack uh, cocktail. Right. Uh, and, and just for that, I have I have queued up. Could have been called a too much treat. <laughs> as it could have. But it didn't as we, as I make it, I, I have queued up something which uh, tells you just how much in the zeitgeist Scooby is. And uh, right. I'm going to let this play as I, as I pour it. So The uh, zeitgeist as of, I'm going to go with like 20 years ago? No, I'd say like or still today. 25 still today. years okay, ago. something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Now all the banks are closed as we record this. Okay. So. Oh, I see. Oh God, the color of that! It looks like some kind of an. Can you uh, describe it for avocado or, or wheatgrass? <laughs> something that I would never drink. Um, I don't even know how to describe this. This is a color like a cucumber milkshake. Are you kidding me? That's what that looks like. So run it, run it by, I, I did mention in the last episode, but what is in a Scooby Snack? Well, first of all, now Dave, obviously, I think Dave's memory is not as good as mine. That is the color of the mystery machine, my friend. Oh, that's what they're going for there? That's what they're trying to go for. Yeah. It doesn't quite, doesn't uh, quite work. Maybe the, not the main body, uh-huh. but the interior of the sign <laughs> has a lighter Inter- green. Maybe, this I could don't be. know. Okay, so what this is, this is um, Midori that gives it the, the, uh, the green, so okay. me- melon liqueur. Right. You've got creme de bananas. Creme okay. de banana. Creme right. de banana. You've got uh, coconut rum. Mm-hmm. And There's something uh, else. Pineapple juice. 
Pineapple juice. There That's you go. It. I can so, smell it. I can smell each and, and every and one and of and those. In a nice things. plastic cup, but this is the only clear. Something you brought so, from Hawaii. Yeah, kind of clear cup. Like yeah, you, we got these in Hawaii. You flew from Hawaii with these cups, but you needed to bring these plastic <laughs> cups on with you. They used to have little strobe lights underneath them because they were like party uh, cups. We had one like that from uh, what was that restaurant for kids that had like a volcano out front? Rainforest Cafe. Rainforest Cafe. We had Rainforest yeah. Cafe cups, and um, amazingly, I've got they, those too. They lit yeah. up for like ten years. Yeah, we got them when Michelle was right. a little baby. I couldn't shut them off. I, like we just no, couldn't there was the a button on off. the bottom to press and cheers. cheers. This could be a terrible clunk. Yeah, so that would be a plastic cup clunk, clunking. <laughs> that's not bad. It's not good. Ooh, brother. <laughs> but it's not bad. How much Malibu is in that? I feel like that's not too much. It, it's equal parts all of those. Okay, it's a little bit of a burn. Yeah, to it. I don't know what it could be. I mean, all of those are probably. I think Malibu. Malibu is only like forty. You no, know, Malibu is regular thick. proof. I think no, like it's like twenty to thirty percent. It's 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 okay. a lot lower. All right. Um, That's possible. I can't. I don't think any of those are higher than maybe 30%. So. The highest would be the Malibu, yeah. I think Probably so. the Malibu. Yeah. And then it's watered down a little bit with, uh, or diluted, I should say, with the pineapple juice. So here we are, 1969. Now, I want to I see. 42 proof. What, Malibu is? Yep, surprisingly. So that's just a little 21 touch per, higher. 21 ABV. 21%. Then. Yeah. So I want to see. I've always wondered, why do we have... If it's that easy to convert between the two things, why not just go with ABV? Why does proof exist? That's a good question because there's really no way. I mean, there's there's a lot of lore behind proof. Do you okay. know? Are you familiar with any of the lore? No, but this okay. is probably the venue. A few origin tales. One of the most popular is if you wanted to prove uh, powerful alcohol was. Like I think, set it on fire or something? Yeah, you, you, would, you, would, okay. you would actually, I think you would soak like gunpowder. And if the gunpowder is still lit... Mm-hmm. You know, it, if it was water, it wouldn't light, right? Right. But if it still went off, then you would prove. So that, that's how it, you would get the proof from it. Um, they taught us that in health class in gym when I was a kid. <laughs> really? Well, they were trying to teach us about not drinking, drinking and driving. But for some reason, part of that okay. was like learning about drinking. Which I thought was kind <laughs> of counterproductive. But anyway, I guess then you have an idea. So here we are. It's September 13th, 1969. You're a child. Right. You wake up Saturday morning. Right. Turn on CBS by hand because you don't have a remote. If you're lucky, you have a color TV. It started in 68. They started broadcasting stuff in color because I was surprised right. that this was but you had color in that far back. But you had to have a color TV. You had to have a color TV, right. 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 So you turn it on. Didn't people have a clicker to change the TV I maybe? Know. Like a really fancy TV? I think TV there was like a tethered one that yeah. was like tethered with yeah, wire. I think that's the kind clicker. Of a clicker type of thing. That's why my dad to this day refers to the remote as, as a clicker. Always says, get the clicker. I'm like, Regina's what? parents do too. Yeah. So you turn it on mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you hear this, ooh, and these bats flying out of a right. castle. Right. And next thing you know, this really groovy song no. comes on. Nope. Huh? In the first season, yeah. it was instrumental. Oh, it was just instrumental. It was instrumental in season one. And then they got a guy to write the theme song for the second season. We recorded it second season. Then when it went into syndication, they redubbed it with the opening track. See there? That was was something new. Yeah, so that that wasn't there for the first season. It was just, you know, music. But but, uh, What a Night for a Night. Which is such a dumb title. (laughs) It's not even a pun. What a Night for a Night? What does that even mean? What a Night for a Night. I don't know. It doesn't, I don't. And it really just, you know, when they first meet the night, it's at night. And that's the only night that it could refer to, I guess. No, I guess it was like. But that isn't an expression. It'd be one thing if there was an expression, what a night for a night yeah. or something like know. that. Like a night to remember would have been a better Yeah, time, that would have been. You know, something yeah. like that. There's a million things you could have done. And, and they went with what a night for a night. Yeah. I don't think they had a lot of time. Maybe not. Is it what a K night for an N night or is it what an N night for a K night? What an N night for a K night. Okay, that's a little better. Yeah. Yeah, still. I don't know. They weren't very good with a lot of stuff. No. <laughs> their original, the, do you have written down there their original title for, for this? It was. Uh, 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 who's Scared? Who's Scared? Is that what? Yeah. Or yeah. Mysteries 5. Uh, something the, the about very, Mystery. Very first one was House Mysteries. of Mystery. House of Mystery. No, okay. House of Mystery was what they based it on. Mysteries 5 was the first one. And it was going to oh, be. Really? Yeah, okay. it was going to be a rock group called the Mysteries 5. Yeah. And in between the rock sets, like the Archies, right. they would go out and solve crime, right. right? And it was five people with really terrible names. They were like Jeff and George. Yeah, they were just regular. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, Erica. Yeah. And then WW, who was supposed to be Shaggy. Right. I mean, how would that even work? WW, go search that room. WW, yeah. right? And then and then Too oh, Much was the name of the dog. Too Much was the who name of the dog. Who played the bongos. 
in the band. The original concept sounded pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but it was inspired by the success of the Archies because when this came out, the number one hit in the country was Sugar Sugar. Sugar, Sugar isn't that crazy? By the Archies. Yeah, 1969. Which is, you know, I, I could just give it away. Now, that's probably might be my biggest surprise that that song was from a cartoon show. I did not know Oh, that. you didn't know that? Yeah. I always knew about that song. I knew there was a song Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Mm -hmm. I thought there was just a band called the Archies. <laughs> I didn't know it was actually. Kind of like the Partridge Family? Partridge Family's before my time. I don't know anything about the Partridge Family yeah. either. But Reruns, uh, come on. Nah, I never no. saw I don't think I ever saw it. I kind of knew who Donnie and Marie were right. because I had a golden book about Donnie and Marie. Golden at a rodeo, book. you know, the little kids' books with the golden spine. Okay. Like Pokey Little Puppy or whatever. <laughs> okay. I had one of those. Really? For, they made one of those? I for had one of those for Donnie, Donnie and Marie, Marie at the wow. rodeo and uh -huh. one for Land of the Lost. The and I loved the Land of the Lost one. Every time I watched the Sid and Marty Croft show, I'd just be like, is this going to be Land of the Lost? Like when I was like three and four years old. <laughs> that I was, was the worst show ever that. made, though. I God, loved anything terrible. with dinosaurs, though, when yeah. I was a kid. Was so this came out 69, and you'd think that this was like all love and hippies and right. all that stuff. But that was over. Because do you know what happened in August of 1969? Uh, August of 69? Mm -hmm. La Bianca and Tate murders. Okay. And that kind of officially and ended And that sort of changed people's perception yeah, of hippies. It was, yeah. yeah, no more yeah. no more free love and, all, and, and drugs and all this sort of stuff. It was like, oh, my gosh. You know, right. this has gotten out of hand. 67 would have been like the summer of love when the Beatles – Right, um, you know, Sergeant Pepper's came yep. out. You can imagine. I hope we don't have something like that coming for like the latest. God, I know. Sort of right? the way the country. I hope there's not like some big murder or terrorist attack by somebody. Well, on the everything's left. already kind of gone to crap, so <laughs> it's not. I mean, it, yeah. this is kind of an end of of the free of the free love. It's mostly stuff. just perception. You know, there isn't really yeah. anything wrong. You know, yeah. there's really no problems. It depends. It depends on you know, like it's it's it mostly about how people feel about things. You know, I, I would disagree a lot. I mean, COVID. Is annoying, you know, but it's kind of going towards its end. Yeah, and, you're in a different position you know. than, than like 99% of the country, though. I know, but I so. really do think it's the perception. I really think people are just like watching too much TV and they're yeah. just upset about things. Well, I'm not going to deny that. But in any case, so uh, here we are, 69, uh, a month ago, mm -hmm. you know, the, this, this horrific crime happened. And then you come out with this mystery right. thing. But it's supernatural mysteries. Right. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's not like the Hardy Boys where you're solving like real crimes type of thing. Yeah. Which is another thing I was surprised by. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a Hardy Boys cartoon show. I didn't either. Because they were going to really make sense. They I were guess. worried when they released this that it was going to like look too Com much because yeah, it came out compete. a week before. Right. And they were worried this was going to look too much like the Hardy Boys. And I was like, what Hardy Boys? There was a well, Hardy you know, Boys. If, if you read, if you read the. Uh, it must not have lasted because I would have watched that when I was a kid. The Hanna-Barbera like. Like, you know, everything they do. And they did a ton of stuff. They had like a Laurel and Hardy. They had an Abbott and Costello cartoon. They had uh, the Harlem Globetrotters cartoon. They yeah. made cartoons out of everything. Yes. <laughs> so it's not, yeah. it's kind of not surprising, I guess, you know. Some of the things that predated Scooby Doo, I was surprised by, like Space Ghost. Yeah. I was, that was before Scooby Doo. I, that seems something like something that would have been into the yeah. 70s. That's they true. were talking about one of the things they were trying to react against was the violence of cartoons on right. Saturday morning. And one of them was the Herculoids. Huh. And I was like, the Herculoids was before Scooby-Doo, right. like 1967, yeah. 68, the Herculoids one? That was weird to me. But see, none of the, those really seemed as violent as what they started out with, which is Tom and Jerry. Right. That's what Hannah and Barbera started with Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I don't really think – Herculoids didn't seem that violent Yeah, to me, I mean, but. compared to that. And then the, the Looney Tunes stuff was always like somebody's getting blown up and – yeah. Everything else. But I guess there's no repercussions from it, you know. I mean. There, there's no real consequences to getting an anvil dropped on your head. Well, there isn't you know? in the Herculoids either. I don't, I don't yeah. think anybody dies on Maybe, the Herculoids. I or, but yeah. um, I would think the lack of repercussions would almost be worse. Yeah. You know, like showing people. I remember. And this well, is, that's the theory. That's the theory now. I had it's a like, we can't show that because a kid's going to go out and drop an anvil on I was standing in line one time in second grade uh -huh. behind this kid. Yeah. And I had a pin in my hand. Yeah. And I stuck him in the butt with it because I'd seen it on cartoons. Did you really? And it was like wow. as soon as I did it, I was like, oh, my. It's like a real person I just did. Because he was like, ow. And I was Tipper like. Tipper Gore I, was right. I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. You know? <laughs> I, you know, I was this, like six. This whole time I thought know? she was a complete nut, nut job. Yeah. Tipper Gore had. I was pretty little. I mean, you're pretty yeah. little. That connection between. Connection between like your what you do and the consequences of it. Mm -hmm. I remember that being difficult for me when I was yeah. a tiny kid. Like right. I, re I remember sitting in my mom's kitchen with a fork, and she had these like vinyl covered chairs, mm -hmm. and I was just poking holes in them. Yeah, I did something just, stupid like that. Just because it was, yeah. I liked the sound it made yeah. as I poked the holes. And it makes some and cool she, little patterns. Yeah. yeah, and she came in. She was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, 
I don't know. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right. I have yeah. no idea I'm why sorry. I just I, done I this. I know I should have done it, but I, I just did it. Yeah. I still remember that. I guess it, I, it I did something, something like that. I remember like a, being in like third grade or something and getting like a big, like a sheet and climbing up on something that looked huge. Thinking it was, was going to yeah, be a parachute. Yeah. yeah. It, was like, it yeah. was like only like four feet off the ground, yep. but I was fairly tiny at the time. And so I jump off the sheet and it didn't stop. Crap. Thunk, yeah. Yeah. Right, right to the ground. I'm like, well... I was reading Calvin and Hobbes. Uh-huh. I was not even that young. I was like 11 or 12. Yeah. And I, they go down a hill on their wagon into a pile of leaves. So And nothing happens. I got them. a bunch of leaves and I piled them up with my friend. <laughs> and I remember going up to the top of the hill and he was like, this is a really bad idea. And I was like, no, do it. Trust me. <laughs> and we went down and it, we j- you just go right through a pile of leaves. <laughs> yeah. just, we just T-boned into Doesn't the ground. Doesn't stop you at all, does Doesn't it? Doesn't stop us at all. We were like shaking like, wow. Well, you, needed a pet, you needed a pet tiger. Fortunately. For me, so I watched Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. I watched the heck out of Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did too. Um, you know, reruns, obviously, yep. in the 70s yep. and 80s. I loved it. I really did. I did. And to me, yeah. it was like a cartoon version of the Goonies before the Goonies came out. And you can almost say yeah. the Goonies are a little bit maybe influenced sure. by it, you know, because there's, you know, there's things that you think are supernatural. Nothing is supernatural in the Goonies, as it turns out, right? Everything's like a trap or a trick or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, nothing. they're... They're they're going through spooky places. There's bats. You know, it's it's all the stuff that made Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo yeah. was was kind of in the Goonies, and so for me, I remember like, you know, being little and wanting to be like a Scooby Doo. But they referenced the Hardy Boys in Goonies, and I think the Hardy yeah. Boys actually might have been a bigger influence. It might have been, yeah, in a way because there's a lot of that stuff. I think the Hardy Boys. I can never quite tell where it took place, but it's somewhere on the sea yeah. where they have lots of boats and caves right. and things right. like that. So it was a little bit like Goonies. Um, it could have been Astoria, Oregon, right. where the Hardy Boys lived. I don't well, know that it was. You know, and but it, maybe, the, I mean, the age sort of matched because I think the Mystery Inc. were... They've got to be older, though, right? Yeah, they're in their teens. Oh, right? I, I, I would always thought they were more like in their 20s. They no, seem they like always talk about high school and really? stuff like that. Yeah. Huh. So they're, they're... Really? Yeah. So they're in high school. Well, even What a Night for a Night, uh, Shaggy is the, is the grooviest gymnast in the whole school. In the whole high school or whatever. Remember when he climbs up the ladder and he jumps through the yeah. window? He's like, yeah, watch yeah. me do my swinging thing. And, All right. And he yeah. does that. Oh, he's huh. a swinging his gymnast. That's what it is. Yeah. He's, but then back if it then, weren't for these meddling kids. Yeah. So you know how many times that line comes up in the series? I'm going to say five. Two times. Two times. Okay. They say the meddling kids and it doesn't come up till episode 20. And then this first episode. But it becomes, it becomes a thing though. Right? Oh, it's what people think of yeah. for the show, right? But in this episode, they don't really do that. The guy doesn't really say anything. This episode, kind of this episode doesn't have very many of the tropes at all. So the first episode doesn't have a trap, doesn't have like an elaborate trap. Yeah, that's right. Fred doesn't set up doesn't an elaborate trap. Yeah. He, does, he does have Shaggy go through the window, right. which is kind of sort of, a but, Fred style. But there's, there's not like – because it's always like this Rube Goldberg yeah. type of thing. And uh, it doesn't have that. It also doesn't have, oh, you know, we found a clue. Like they the, have the, – The they painting have, was missing. I know, but they, they, but they never say, oh, I think I know what's going on. And this clue confirms it for me. You know, they, no, it's they, almost like the opposite because Shaggy thinks he found a clue. Uh-huh. Then they come back and the painting's still there. Right. So they're like, oh, great. But then that tips them off and Fred and Daphne figure out. They do find the clues, but they never, they never like remark, that's a clue type of thing. Right. If you look at the second, did you watch the second episode? I watched a bit of it. I didn't get through the whole thing. It was all about, I found a clue and look okay. at this clue. And well, that just confirms it for me. Now I know who did it. And then when they pull the mask off, just as I suspected, it's blah, blah, blah. You know? Right, right. And they say that in the first one. But the guy yeah. doesn't say anything like, oh, if you kids hadn't gotten right. involved, I yeah. he doesn't give his little speech that he almost always <laughs> right, gives. Right. There's only two seasons of the original show. Is there? From what I saw, yeah. Which I was kind of surprised. It seemed to me like there were 100 seasons. Because I thought it, went, it was on CBS. I thought it was for quite a few. Let's see. It went on CBS. It was sixty-nine to seventy-six. Yeah, Scooby-Doo, where are you? From sixty-nine to seventy-six. Oh, okay, I thought. There and were then only seventy-six, two. it was bought by ABC. Mm-hmm. Moved over. It was it was on ABC from seventy-six. To, that can't be right. Yeah, seventy-six to ninety-one. Well, they were still doing episodes of like the ones with Scrappy when I was a little kid. Right. Um, I remember watching those on Saturday morning. Scrappy sucked. I mean, I think I was the demographic for it. It's like when I talk to kids who were. 15 years younger than me. power. Shut up. You know, like I was talking to Alex. He was like, Phantom Menace wasn't that bad. What are you talking about? I'm like, well, that's because you're the demographic for it. Right. Those of us who actually were He he laughed at Jar Jar Binks. Yes. Yes. We had an argument today about Jar Jar. (laughs) Daphne or Velma? 
Let's just get back. Okay, on this tax. one, uh, and w- from what I saw, it's got to be Daphne. And Velma's really frumpy in this version. <laughs> but like, yes. But in the movie, I actually think the girl who plays Velma is way more attractive. Well, I think I think as the cartoons mm-hmm. progress mm-hmm. up until so, what's new Scooby Doo is is I think the latest, right? Her skirt gets higher and higher, and so she becomes <laughs> Velma's does. Yes, and so she becomes not frumpy, but more. Teasing conservative, if that if that makes sense. Yeah. So she's got yeah. a she's got a sweater on, and then this really short skirt. So did the you see one. the whole Dobie Gillis thing? Well, I did with with Shaggy because I I'd seen. So you, they're all based on yeah. The characters did you from Dobie did you Gillis. ever watch Dobie Gillis? I did actually okay. a little bit. It was so on uh, Naked Maynard, Night when I was Maynard a kid, so was the most obvious. Right? Maynard's obvious, but actually Dobie Gillis looks just like Fred. Fred, yeah, he's got the blonde, yeah, blonde hair, hair and everything. Yeah, and then uh, Velma's really obviously. Yeah, I don't. She has a strange name. That's similar to Velma. And Daphne is and funny because you're right because the Daphne is the one he's always going after, the blonde that, yeah, I that think he's, always, yes. he's chasing yeah, yeah, after. That's yeah. Right. yeah, Which is smart because it's not the it's not Archie. I mean, they were worried that it was going to be too much like the Archies. Yeah, because Dobie Gillis is kind of like Archie. A little bit. He's chasing. Right? Yeah. He's, he's chasing. He's chasing the hot girl but being chased by the Maynard G. Krebs normal. has got to be um, – Jughead, Jughead. Yeah. and then I mean it's kind of yeah. analogous. The two yeah, it is, which actually. one's first, Archie or Dobie Gillis? Probably Archie. I think because Ar- it started as a comic book and then became yeah, but stuff no idea afterwards. Nineteen thirty-nine. Okay, yeah, that was when it yeah, yeah. found it. So way I, I thought it might go way yeah. back. I mean, yeah. remember they're wearing like the super old school like yeah. Letterman sweater, not even a jacket. Yeah, and then it said like R on it. It looks like my grandfather's Letterman. Yeah, sweater. pretty I mean, much. We yeah. still have it for yeah. Indiana. Yeah. So the so the original way they planned the show was that they were going to be a band. Yeah. Which is like, okay, so you drive around in a van together. Makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. Removing the van gimmick makes it really weird that they drive around in a van together. <laughs> right. What are they doing? I well, mean, they're friends. They're, they're fa- friends who are fighting crime or they're detectives? And no, they just kind of stumble onto it, right? Well, why do they drive all over the country? Yeah. Well, not, not all over the country. Many, I think they're, they're – well, How many abandoned amusement parks can you run into well, in one town? The, the, second, the second episode, they were in a boat. It wasn't – you know, they were just friends out going for no, – they, No, they weren't in a boat. They were in the, in the van and they just went to the beach. Oh, no. I'm thinking – wait, wait. Which is the that's one – That's the second episode with the, with the helmet guy. No, that's the third episode. The second episode oh, – the second episode That's the one that is, came up as the second the one. The second right? episode is Haunted Isle. I didn't see that. Oh, my God. Where did you watch it? Oh, I have I have the DVDs, of course. <laughs> okay, <laughs> season one. It's actually on. One it's four. actually on HBO Max. That's where I watched. Yeah, it. no. It's, so. it's uh, episode two is is Haunted Isle. Oh, okay. And it's like the ghost of Haunted Isle Maybe or something like that. And they're actually in a boat. Imagination's different. And that has the best line in it because okay. it, they're in a boat and they can't see anything, right? Because okay. it's all foggy. And Daphne's like, "Why is it all foggy?" or Whatever. And Velma says, "Well, that's because." And she gives this really technical answer. She says, "We're in a fog, just as Shaggy." comes upstairs from the from below deck on the okay. boat. And so he hears we're in a fog and he says, Are you buzzed? And then they just breeze right past that and start talking. What is he talking about? Uh, <laughs> I imagine that the one interpretation would be that he's saying like, what are you crazy? Mm, yeah, I don't know. What yeah. else could he possibly well, be talking about? Or you're drunk or you're high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's no, probably. No, I mean, other than that interpretation, yeah. what's the other? Inter- what, what, I don't know. Right. I what, wish I'd seen that. I didn't. Maybe there. Yeah, that, that's, like that's I, why, that's why like in the uh, interpretation of Shaggy has always been he's a stoner, right? Yeah, he's hungry all the time. He's hungry all the time. He's super skinny. He's got a goatee. He's a beatnik, you know. Yeah. He, he looks like, you know, he'd be playing a uh, uh, hacky sack, you know, out in the park somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know? Fit into anything from the last fifty years. <laughs> Pretty like much, the right? Yeah. The 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 writers Cheech like Cheech and Chong. The, the writers Cheech, Chong and Shaggy would be a show. Absolutely. You know, uh, the writers like like swore that it had nothing to do with drugs. But when you mm. have a line like yeah, that, Peter Paul and Mary said Puff the Magic Dragon didn't have anything. To that's do a good with point. Drugs. But when you have a line like that, what are you buzzed? Paul McCartney said Lucy in the Sky with was was diamonds. not about LSD. Come yeah. on, I think they just figured they'd get in trouble if they admitted Probably. it. Probably. Obviously, that's what. How would they from. get in trouble? They're bigger than Jesus. God weighed in on that and <laughs> that's hit, true. hit the the studio, hit the radio station with a lightning bolt that yeah. burnt their uh, <laughs> that's right. their album. So so anyway, now here's the thing though. Okay, so you can love it or hate it. Okay. Um, but you can't deny its success, right? No. It spawned. Multiple TV franchises. My kids right? love Scooby Doo. Yeah, they, they, mine they do still too. like it. So I mean, it's yeah. definitely got something going for something. I mean, is, still, mar- you, you can still buy merchandise. I think you know? for me, talk about staying so, power. So, like for instance, uh, let's let's as a comparison, Rocky and Bullwinkle, 
was something that was on the TV all the time when I was a kid. <laughs> right, right. It was an older show right. that when I watched it as an adult, I was like, oh, this is a really funny show. As a kid, hated Rocky and Bullwinkle. I hated the way it looked. Yeah. I hated the way they sounded. I hated everything about it. I just wanted to turn the channel when yeah. Rocky and Bullwinkle was on. But Scooby-Doo, something about the Hanna-Barbera drawings and the color palette they used. Yeah. There's lots of blues and greens, mm -hmm. and every once in a while it pops with orange. And mm -hmm. I think when you're a little kid, I don't know if this is just me, but color was so important yeah. to me. When I would think about it was Saturday, very It was very like short on detail. And very big on yeah. just solid colored things yeah. moving around, you know? They said they said that Hanna-Barbera, um, I, I saw a comparison on YouTube where they were talking about the evolution of, say, Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny mm -hmm. from their first incarnation to what they're like now. And you can do this whole, like, almost like, an, like, a, like a Descent of Man drawing. Yeah, sure, right? yeah, yeah. Where they're getting, they're changing over the years. Because they'd go into the movie theater and they'd have a captive audience. Mm -hmm. You'd have a feature presentation and the people would have to sit through the Mickey Mouse or the Bugs Bunny. Yeah. So there wasn't as much pressure on them to get it exactly Oh, until right. they hit TV. Uh, well, they hit TV much later, but but they had like a process of evolution because they'd be like, oh, people will respond to this version. So they'd tweak it. Oh, I then see. Then they tweak it. Then they tweak it. And Hanna-Barbera being on TV... If it didn't hit right away, it was dead. Yeah, they, so they, they just would, take it off. So yeah. they have not. I mean, they've done some things with the design of Scooby Doo, but it circles around that first drawing right. of all the characters. Yeah, dressed the same, have the same color palette. Their their, their drawings are the same over the years. Yeah. no change. Right, it's like they got it exactly right the first time they drew it. Space yeah. Ghost still looks like Space Ghost yeah, when right. he's on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Well, like it's the same drawing. Johnny Qu Johnny Quest, they got right. You know, yeah, Jetsons, yeah. Flintstones. Yeah, they got, they got a lot right. You know, see the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Flintstones, I never. I used to watch a lot of Flintstones, uh -huh. but I didn't like the way it looked as much. Yeah, Jetsons was a little better. I always thought when I was a kid, I was like, "Isn't Scooby Doo the same as Astro?" And it's like he actually is. It's yeah. the same guy. It's exactly same it's, thing. It's, uh, same voice. It? Don, yeah. Don Messick does yeah. the voice for both of them. So right. like, okay, confirmed. But yeah, it's so they got it right and they stuck with it, and something about it always appealed to me, just the way it looked. I don't know what it was. I always liked the guest appearances. Yeah. When I would watch the show, I'd be like, oh, is this the one? <laughs> yeah. It was like I used to watch the Muppet right. Show and be like, who's on the Muppet right, Show right. this week? And it was exciting. Yeah, like, there'd be like, Do I remember like Don Knotts was on there and Tim yeah. Conway was on there. Don uh, Knotts, on, on, Tim on Conway. Sco on Scooby-Doo, right? The Globetrotters. The Globetrotters, of course. Vincent Price. Yeah, Vincent Price, yeah. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think who else. Oh, there's, all, there's like Batman and Robin. I mean, there's all kinds Batman of- Batman and Robin? Yeah. Hmm. I didn't mind Scrappy, I mean, but I was like four. I, I mean, I was a little tiny kid when Scrappy was on. I mean, when so. they made Scrappy the villain- in the, yeah. the Scooby Doo movie, yeah, that was that funny. was brilliant. Yeah. Did you ever? So you've you've never watched what's new Scooby Doo, right? What is that? That's what? the newest kind of like instantiate. No. Okay. No. So what they do? It's it's actually really clever. What they do is they they make jokes out of all these, all all of those Scooby Doo tropes. Okay. Uh -huh. Like for example, you know, Fred will say, "All right, Velma, you and Shaggy and Scooby, you go off and and look over there and." Me and, and Daphne will, you know, we'll look over here, right? And they always split up that way, right? And there's mm -hmm. a reason why they always why they would always do that. Okay. But there was an episode in What's New Scooby-Doo when, when Fred says that. And Shaggy's like, you know what, Fred? We always do that. How, why don't you and I go, go and you know, <laughs> look over there? Right. And Fred's like, okay, why not? Daphne, you and Velma and, and, and Scooby, you walk over there. And then Shaggy and I will walk over here. Right. And so, so they're walking. It's like this total awkward silence. They're just kind of looking at each other like right. they have nothing to say to each other. Fred goes, uh, so uh, catch any of the games this weekend? <laughs> and Shaggy's like, oh, I'm not really into football. And Fred's like, oh, <laughs> that was it. That was like the, the extent of their conversation. Yeah. But the, the reason why they split up like that, if you notice, and this is uh, the writers said this in an interview, uh, it's because the interesting characters for the show were Scooby and Shaggy sure. and Velma. Velma. But Scooby and Shaggy primarily. Yeah. So they would split up. Shaggy and Scooby would go I one mean, place. Yeah, if I was going to rank and them. So, yeah. And so the yeah. writers would follow them. You know, they would eventually find the other three, you know, Fred. I, I agree with the ranking that it's definitely like Shaggy, Scooby somewhere at one and two. Mm -hmm. Then Velma third and then Daphne and Fred. Mm -hmm. But I just want to point out there's a big drop. Down to oh gosh, three. yes, yeah. There's a big yeah. drop from two to three. Like but Velma would go with them sometimes. Velma's more interesting than yeah. Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a thing that was saying that part of what drives the story 
is always that Shaggy and Scooby can get away from the villain using their superior speed. <laughs> it's like it sounds like a Marvel Comics description, but I guess I wish you, they you know, do sort of seem to like have that like you know really yakety uh, sacks and then they run away. Yeah, from things, I was gonna know. say we need to start loading. Yes, because we can load this board of noises. Yeah, or he's like his legs are spinning and uh-huh. uh, yeah. finally off he runs. Yeah, yep. Because they do move fast. I mean, I think they if do. you clocked them, I think if you clocked the way they run, I think away ev- from eventually when they get to like the Benny Hill going from door to door chase scenes, I think those are those are some of the best. Those though. are good bits. Yeah. yeah, those are. Did you see some of the songs that they used over the years? No. So they would put songs into the chase yeah. sequences, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I was like, okay, I kind of vaguely yeah, remember. Yeah, they're that. like like. One one of them, and I, again, wish I had it queued up, was I'm in love with an ostrich. <laughs> and it just played while they were having a like a, like a runaway scene. That's like awesome. A, like a chase scene I love it. in a farmhouse. It was just, I'm in love with an ostrich. I was like, That's wait, so what? Great. Sorry? Come again? Well, they had their own music label, like the Hanna-Barbera music oh, label. Oh, okay. And so they would, I think they would sell singles. Of- so we talked about this before. The view of the 60s is the hippies and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was watching this video talking about the production of Scooby-Doo and all the cartoons and all the ads and stuff. And I was like, man, if you were reading a history book, you'd be like, 1969 was this chaotic time when America was in, in flames and everything right. was coming to an end. And it's like, yeah. there were still cartoon TV shows and like ads <laughs> right. for milkshake places. And right. stuff. Really, it never gets that bad in America. Well, like the worst times... Yeah. Everybody's still playing video well, games you're a kid, and listening to music. Right? I mean, you're, I mean, the, the demographic is. But is it's kids, not just right? kids. It's just most people are just kind of. It's it's always a pretty safe country where right. really not that much is happening to most people. There's yeah. always like a couple of places that sure. we shine the light on. Yeah, you know, no, you're right. Well, I mean, think about let's see, 1969, we have Vietnam War. Like I said, the end of the hippie movement with uh, Woodstock. The, Woodstock yeah, is Wood, in 69. Woodstock in 69, but but uh, then you have the. You know the Manson family murders, right? B&J. So let's go back so. to let's go back to rainbows and butterflies and talk about Scooby Doo. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> so we got the music. Uh-huh. That's groovy. Yep. Uh, the fashion is cool. I mean, the fashion is is of the time, right? Wait, I'm getting the song "Sugar." It's the one with the "You My Candy Girl." Okay, so okay, you that's the song. Me yeah, yeah. One. But I, I dig the fashion. Daphne is like you know she looks like. When they Austin Powers came out and he had the swinging girls of the sixties, sure, yeah, dressed absolutely. like that, yeah, like Nancy you know? Sinatra, yeah, like exactly. The, the Boots Sinatra are made for walking, right. stuff like that. Did you see? Um, so she quit the show. Yeah, saw that. The voice actress, I think she quit after the first season, maybe after the second. Yeah, season. I think second, yeah. But she was like, she was on Mash. Yeah, she's I know. like she, one of the babes she was an actress. at Hawkeye. Yeah, she's an you actress. Know. Yeah, well, I mean, she just has a, a bit part in it, but. The strange thing was is she's talking and you can hear, oh, that's Daphne talking. Right. You know, and and th- I saw an interview with the guy who voices Fred mm-hmm. and another one with the lady who originally voiced Velma. Mm-hmm. None of them were doing much of a voice. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, there's Fred talking. Yeah. That's just Fred speaking right, right now. It's like I, I saw one with Don Messick and it's like, okay, he's talking and then switches yeah. into Scooby. And you're like, all right, now that's a voice <laughs> actor. And the same for Shaggy. Casey Casey Kasem, Kasem, yeah. Which is pretty, you know, his voice. Even when I was a kid. They were still doing yeah, I'm top Casey 40. Kasem. Yeah. Casey Kasem. Yeah, I'm Casey yeah. Kasem. I love that guy's voice. Yeah. That, that's a good voice. I guess I should do a shout out. There's a podcast I listened to for about a year. The oldest living Major League Baseball player, mm-hmm. Eddie Robinson, uh-huh. turned 100. And we listened to the podcast, and then he passed away like a month or two later oh, wow. after he turned 100. I was so bummed when I heard that. Well, maybe that was his goal. He, right? was, he, he, was, he wanted to make it to that. I think he, he was done. Kind of, yeah, I think so. But, done, but he right? was, his wife was still alive. She was the same age as him. The two of them were like 99 and 100. I probably, I probably shouldn't say it because I, I don't want to jinx him, but I'm going to go visit my 100-year-old uncle or 99-year-old oh, uncle. Oh, wow. Um, okay. That's pretty cool. In a couple of weeks. World War II vet. Mm-hmm. He was on a boat. Well, he actually he was in the South Pacific. Okay. He was on a boat. Well, not on a boat, but he was training to invade Hawaii. Or not Hawaii. <laughs> Japan. It excuse worked. me. Yeah, it, it worked. worked. So he's like back to 1870 yeah, or something. Pretty much, okay. yeah. All right. No, he, he was training to invade Japan. Okay. And so, yeah, when the bombs went off and, and everything. Yeah, tell that guy we shouldn't drop the bomb, right? Right, yeah. yeah he was. He yeah. was. So, yeah, yeah, there's a guy in Karina's family. He's well into his 90s, 96, mm-hmm. 97 years old, mm-hmm. and he fought on the Eastern Front uh, for wow. the Russians in the yeah. war. And I mean, it's like how many people are left right. who fought on the Eastern right. Front, managed to survive that, right. and are here to tell us about it today. Like, yeah, that's amazing. I, I told the kids, I was like, please, go talk to Uncle talk Vita. To, yeah, like, talk like, to these people. Him. Absolutely. If, if, if somebody has yeah. to translate for you, like, do it. Well, that's, that's what, a, one of the things you know. I'm going to do is talk to Johnny, Uncle Johnny, and, and, and Absolutely. Really just get as much as I can from him. Now so, go, go yeah, we talked about, after that. Did we, we mentioned too much. 
but we didn't explain ourselves because the original name for oh, Scooby. Oh, too much, yeah. The original name for Scooby was too much. Because why? Because he was too much. I, I guess. I he was gonna be a she, he was gonna be a sheepdog. Well, okay, so here's how it went. He was gonna be a Great Dane, mm-hmm. and then they were concerned about Marmaduke. Which mm-hmm. they were right to be because my whole life I've always been like Scooby Doo and Marmaduke. I got them kind of they're on cross. They even have the same color. But they went palette. through it, and they uh, they just came back to the to the Great Dane. They were like, yeah. no, the, the sheepdog doesn't work. And so they they actually took a prize winning pedigreed Great Dane, and mm-hmm. the artists like spent some time studying him uh-huh. and came up with a study for Scooby Doo, right? And like actually drew him that way well, from the an sheepdog, actual Great Dane. Or the Archies had a sheepdog. Oh my god! I didn't know so, that. So they, <laughs> so they were like they ripped each other they, off. Yeah, so. they were worried. about So that's it, so. the thing. So they ripped off Dobie Gillis, right? Yeah. But that wasn't the only time they did that because obviously the Flintstones well, they ripped was a rip off, off of the Honeymooners. They ripped it. Yeah. So they, they ripped everything off. I have an idea. What we need to do is we need to come up with an animated show mm-hmm. that rips off The Office. <laughs> just yeah. create it. Just that like would be good, yeah. a bunch of monsters on a space station, all of whom track to one of the characters yeah, on the office, yeah. and they have antics yeah, yeah. on the space station. Right, yeah. That's it. That's the story. Yeah, that, like would, that would work. Deep Space Nine. I think you could, cartoon you could show. get away with that in the seventies because people, like I kids, know. were stupid. I and know. They didn't have the internet, and parents really didn't pay yeah, attention. But exactly. But I mean, they have I mean, like that uh, le- I think that level of copying like, is like probably okay. Every like every that. voice though, like every single one of those stupid characters was a ripoff of, of somebody famous, you know, sure, somebody that was like a comedian or something that was already out there, and all they had to do was like you know use the same persona. Is the Simpsons kind of a ripoff? It's a little bit Flintstonesy, right? I would say it's a little bit more Archie Bunkerish, maybe because it's like you know a kind little of a bit, family. but they're older. I think Family Guy is kind of a ripoff of the Simpsons. In that you have yes, but it's a parody of the Simpsons. It's It's like it's like clearly supposed to be the Simpsons, and it's a parody. Yeah. Anyway, so if you're on board, we're going to do the Office Monsters on a Space Station. Let's do it. We're we're totally doing it. Totally do it. And what are they going to say? You copied us, and we're going to say you copied the UK version of the Office for all all five of our listeners. Be expecting an email from Kickstarter. Yes. uh, With uh, with this whole idea, right? We promise it'll be. They might be pencil like 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 stick figure drawings, but we promise it'll be artwork. What's going to be a flip book? A flip book. Just going to get a notebook and, and like I used to do in <laughs> high school, right, and like yeah. draw somebody, you know, That's eating right. his own head. I always thought. Okay. So the, the, the Frank Sinatra song, "Strangers in the Night." A dooby dooby doo. Yeah, yeah. I always heard that. I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like Scooby Doo. That's, That's actually the inspiration for, for the name. For the name Scooby-Doo. Right. Yeah. I thought that Doobie was hilarious. Doobie that Doobie. might be up there for my biggest surprise. I, I like that one. That that's the direct yeah. reason why he's called Scooby Doo. Because I just was like, oh, that's funny. It kind of sounds yeah. like he's saying Scooby Doo. It seemed like the the story of Scooby Doo. You had like two years of just laying turds. You know, I'm sorry. For, what for, for ideas? Okay. I and mean, they're nothing but terrible ideas for two years, and then. In like one very brief stretch, you get the name, you get the plot, you get the characters. Okay. Like it, it happened within like three or four months. Like it was their, for their final pitch meeting. Oh, yeah. To try to yeah, pitch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were still calling the it the stupid fast. things. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, yeah. no more band. It's going to be a group of kids. Well, they were, were storyboarding. Yeah. Like storyboarding with The art original stuff, yeah. For who's scared. Yeah, who's scared. And the studio saw it. And they were like, this is too scary for yeah, kids. Right. Canceled it. And that was, and it was like a month later where they finally decided to go yeah, ahead and, and project. everything fell in line. Like and I, don't the name, I didn't really plot, everything else. how they changed the name or when they changed the name. Or Well, Scooby-Doo, where are you? So what they did is they said, let's focus on Scooby and Shaggy. Those are the mo- most interesting characters. So we're going to focus on them and let's call it Scooby-Doo. And then, okay, Scooby-Doo. Smart. And then at the very last minute, he's like, where are you? Scooby-Doo, where are you? Yeah. And so th- there's the name, and, and they did it, yep. pitched it. CBS is like, yeah, we'll buy it. But it, it's so funny because they had like two years of just junk before they – Oh, speaking of junk. Came up with that in like Do a Do you know what sucked really bad about the first episode? Hold on. Actually, it didn't just – it was in the rest of it. <coughs> Way more prominent in the first episode. The wobbling <laughs> – The laugh animation. track. Oh, the laugh the track. The laugh track. This was the first so bad. the first Saturday morning cartoon to have a laugh track. Is that right? Yeah, it was, it oh, was, I thought yeah. it must have been a carryover. From, did the Flintstones? The have Flintstones laugh? had it. Yeah. It did. Okay, yeah. that's what I was. So, so Hanna Barbera was using it, but see, Flintstones and Jetsons were prime time. Those yeah. were surprised so anybody they, would watch that. So they just decided to carry it over and uh, and use it. But it only lasted like I guess it was expensive to make. I, so I, we're I, on. We, we're different about what's considered to be the second episode. You have a different one than I do. Yeah. But the one I saw for the second episode, the one with the guy with the green helmet, the old style old style diving helmet. Yeah. 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 Had a laugh track, 
way turned down. Yeah. You could only hear it when there was like a joke when everybody was quiet and it was pretty subtle. But the first episode oh, it was, all was over. just all over the place. Yeah, the second, second one was kind of like that too. Laugh tracks though, by the way, something we grew up with mm. that we're okay with. <laughs> my kids are like, what is yeah, that? It's so is. ridiculous. Well, like, if you watch something like The Office or, or Modern Family, modern family they don't something have that, like that. Yeah, right? none of them have it. It's, it's funny because... If you turn down the laugh track yeah. on something like Seinfeld, right. it's painful. The people standing there awkwardly waiting for wait, the laugh yeah, track. Awkwardly like, waiting. It's yeah. really hard to watch. Yeah. So I can't eat these pretzels. Anyway, anyway. so Kramer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, uh, very, I'll have to remember not to edit out that pause because that pause was the point. Yeah, that was, that was the point, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, one thing I was thinking about in terms of creative process. Uh -huh. Everybody makes fun of this show because it has this very set – this happens, then this happens, mm -hmm. this element happens in every show. There's a trap. The people split up. They do this. The The story ends up being somebody pretending to be something supernatural, right. and he says these kids. So that is key to having something that repeats so much. You got a new episode of Scooby-Doo every week. You got to have a structure. And yes. I was thinking about how when we did this show, we had like the conceit for the show, which is like we, we, we watch or we read something, mm -hmm. you know, then we talk about it. Uh -huh. We have a drink related to it. Mm -hmm. But we need more bits. Yeah. I feel like if we had more bits, this would just be a breeze. We'd come in here. Maybe in the we need a laugh like, track. Maybe we need a laugh track. I think that could turn this whole. That thing That would around. make you a lot funnier. We would get like twenty downloads. Yes, we probably would. Because yeah. we have what do we have? We have for bits. We mean we're like we have to talk about the drink. Yeah. We talk about. I think we should always do a synopsis. We didn't do a synopsis of the first episode. Oh, what right. happens in the first episode of Scooby Doo? Well, I think that the name alone. Says it. A night for a night, or what a night for a night, whatever. It was. Something along yeah. those lines. What a yeah, night for I mean, a night. that says it all. Yeah. If you can't get what the episode is about from that title, you're not paying attention. Right. But you don't get that they're art thieves. Oh, that was in there? Yeah. That, that's what it was? Yeah, they're faking the paintings from the museum, but selling the, the real The title ones. is What a Night for a Night, though. Yeah, well, you wouldn't get that from the title. That's what ah. I'm saying. So all you get is <laughs> apparently there's a night involved. It right. could be anything. Right. You know? Yeah. I think a structure is important. But So we have Biggest Surprise. We yeah. have Are We Toasting This Classic. Sure. We have Sometimes We Do a Wandering synopsis that doesn't right. really end up getting anywhere and then we get yeah. sidetracked and talk about something else I, try, I, I tell racy I, I tell racy jokes that he edits out the theme song is awesome theme song's by great by the way I yeah. love it I still know the words to it it's a good one it like reminds me of all the ones that I really liked growing up like DuckTales yeah Ooh. actually the Flintstones was always a good yeah Flintstones theme song Jetsons, Jetsons. that was terrible because it was mm. eh, me it's George just Jetson. um it's what is that chopsticks I okay. remember uh, but DuckTales, I mentioned. Rescue Rangers. G.I. Joe, really real American hero. It's ca I mean, I remember G.I. Joe was yeah. there. Transformers had one. Transformers, more than meets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so those, are, those, are, those are all right, if we're being honest. Those yeah. aren't great. Yeah. That's all You terrible. and I could sit here and be like, <laughs> we have to write a theme song for Kill Switch. Yeah. Uh, Kill switch, <laughs> take aim, take cover. That we'd be done. Yeah, that'd pretty be much. Our Joe, you know. All right, yeah, let's go to lunch. Yeah, let's but the Rescue Martini. Rangers yeah. theme. Good luck rescue coming Ranger, up with yeah. that off the fly. Pretty yeah, much. That was a good one. Was Hong Kong Fui, was that Hanna-Barbera? Oh, that is Hanna-Barbera, definitely. Now, I, that one is probably canceled, I'm, I'm assuming, right? I don't remember what it was like. Huh? Well, the song was great. Hong Kong Fui, yeah, number one that. super guy. But I don't remember whether he, like, talked with a – accents or something like I that. Think, that would be, I think there was a little bit of that. Yeah, I think yeah. there was a little bit of that. There were so that part. few Asian Americans who were prominent in America back then in the 80s that you could just get away with making fun of somebody. and Like Long Duck Dong on uh, 16 Candles. <laughs> right. There was nobody around to complain about right. it at the time. I mean, there were people, yeah. but there weren't enough of them that anybody was listening. Yeah, so. I don't know. But that's why I think if you went back to the Hanna-Barbera, my point was if you go back to the Hanna-Barbera corpus pre-1980, I guarantee well, there was some, like there was like stuff a, that needs there was like to be a scat. I mean, I remember like there was one. I can't remember who it was, but I know they had a character that was like a scat. Like he would like scat almost like you know. What was like, Cab Calloway? Maybe on Scooby Doo? No, it, like okay. they had a character on one of the Globetrotters were one of their other shows, right? And, yeah, the Globetrotters were. I don't know. It, you know, just it. it you know, it was, it was the '70s. A lot of acid. It's kind of like I. I think it was like we talked about with Stan Lee. And it was like Stanley just having a character who was black mm -hmm. was like already ahead of the right. game so far that just having the Harlem Globetrotters show up. That was one was of my woke. favorite. Episodes. That was like the version of woke. That was one of my favorite know? episodes, by the yeah. way. It was, uh, was it like an hour long or maybe like a two parter or something like that? I don't they, know. I don't with, know. The, with the Harlem. It was so funny. I always watched them in Curly half hour. And all the rest. 
I watched everything in syndication. Yeah. I had no control over what was on TV for prime time. Well, none of us did. No, I mean, I never, everybody would talk about things like Airwolf and stuff like that. And I'd be like, Ooh, I wouldn't know. Don't ever yeah. get to see it. A-Team, I was like, don't ever get to see it. My really? dad, My dad would never put on oh, A-Team. Oh, man. You know? Those are the best. I just heard about it. I would play mm-hmm. A-Team on the playground and just try to pick up from other kids <laughs> what the heck was going on in the show. Because my dad was just like yeah. in control of the TV all the time. I'll tell you this. They don't age well, just no. generally speaking. They no, they yeah. wouldn't seem like they wouldn't Air seem Airwolf like especially is just I terrible. think, so this is a little bit of a tangent, but I think the movies today are moribund. I think we don't get good film. Films, if you look back at the 80s, the movies were way, way better. And it yeah. makes me sound at first like a grumpy old guy. No, but I I'm hundred percent willing to admit yeah. on the flip side of that coin that TV today is awesome. Yeah, while no, t- think, TV in right. the '80s sucked, yeah, except sitcoms. Right. Except the art of the sitcom. Sitcoms were very good, and they're, don't, we don't really do that anymore. But all those shows like Cheers and Night Court, the ones mm-hmm. that were good, mm-hmm. hold up, and they're still really yeah. good. They're better than anything equivalent being done today. But in general, things like Airwolf yeah. and the A Team. Forget about it. They don't compare to the Sopranos. Ninja. Like Wasn't there like an American Ninja one? The guy we talked about it. It was a guy from. You um, talked about it. I didn't know it. Uh, yeah, I remember having The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Um, uh, uh, who, was the, who was the bad in, in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly? Remember he. he the bad guy. I can see his face. Okay, well, he, he played because he, he has kind of a look about him. So they tried to make him into some. He was, in, he was on uh, High Noon. Yeah, they tried to make him into like an Asian guy. And, oh and and so he was a ninja. Well, Kung Fu. You remember Kung he was, Fu yeah. with David Carradine? David Carradine, with the eyes. yeah, yeah. Ugh. The other thing I was thinking about the theme song is every show I ever watched when I was a kid would open with a theme song, mm-hmm. and they'd do clips. Oh, right, right, During right. the theme song, there'd be clips, and Scooby-Doo had the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I would always watch the show, and I'd watch over and over again and be like, I still never seen Yeah, where's that clip from? That one. Where's that and clip I realized yeah. years later, DuckTales, for instance. Yeah, DuckTales. There are clips in the DuckTales yeah. theme song that yeah. never happened in the show. Huh. Just such a ripoff. They look like they're filmed from one of the episodes, yeah. but they're just not. And I, I remember it watching was made, every episode. made specifically for it. Yeah, that's yeah, a good point. Very frustrating. Did you ever see Clutch Cargo? Clutch Cargo? No, I don't remember that So one. in Pulp Fiction, Kay. the kid, baby uh, Butch, is watching cartoons. Yeah. With clu- it's, clu- it's an episode of Clutch Cargo. Okay. So in order to save money on animation, they did cutouts. And then they have a, a lips moving through the cutout. <laughs> and that was a show that was I on TV. That. It's yeah. so unnerving and creepy when you watch it now. Do you know what's – did you ever watch Annoying Orange? No. Okay, go YouTube Annoying Orange. Okay. And this guy, he made a show, and I think it landed on Cartoon Network, and he did that exact same thing with an orange. And the whole show was like Sounds that. Sounds familiar. I think I've yeah. seen it. I know so uh, Conan, O'Brien, Conan O'Brien used to do a bit – where he'd have somebody stand behind like a picture <laughs> yeah, of Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah, the lips. Yeah. <laughs> well, bit, I will but. say this: Hanna Barbera, I think, is one of the, is probably the most prolific. You know, uh, I brought companies. it up to say that's what I thought. Cartoons in the '60s were garbage, like because yeah. I was thinking of Clutch Cargo. Yeah. It's like if this was on TV, God, what was it losing out to? Well, there was like, like HR Puffin stuff, and and there's like all yeah. these other. Uh, but that was live action. Sigmund and the Sea those Monsters. Those were live action, and by yes, the way, but they were terrible. I loved those. Oh, the Sid and Marty oh. Croft stuff. Oh, those terrible, were terrible, on terrible. in syndication when I was a little kid, 79, yeah. 80, 81. Oh. Like, and I love that. I would I watch thought, that. I thought it those was, were absolutely yeah, terrible. Sid, Sid Banana the, Splits. Ugh. Sid the Sea. I didn't like that one. What was the one with the? Um, oh yeah, HR Puff and stuff H. was one with the witch and the the dragon. Yeah. And uh, Land of the Lost, and Ugh. the one that was like, um, see, two, I couldn't stand two guys going to space accidentally because they pressed the launch the lunch button, yeah, the launch button instead of the lunch button. Yeah. It was like out of space I, nuts. I can't remember that. Yeah, I, I know what like you're that. talking about. Yeah. But I, I liked I all thought, that. Stuff. I thought they were terrible. I lo- well, I was a I little tiny kid. <laughs> I, I, mean, I was a tiny terrible. little kid. But I, I, I like I like car- I like cartoons. You know, I liked I, I liked Scooby Doo, but but it was like the way you don't like a kind of food. For yeah. me, the colors and the palette of mm-hmm. a show and the drawing of a show yeah. would just be instantly. I'd be like, I don't like this, or I do like this. And people make fun of like Hanna Barbera now, like you know, because right. it, it was it wasn't complicated. It was fairly rudimentary, you know. Pretty um, high quality though. Yeah, I, I but really. uh, I mean, but look, you're you're pumping one of these out every week. Yeah, you got to do a yeah. twenty. I think at the time now, a thirty minute show. Now, do you know how how long content is on a thirty minute show? How long? Con- Tw- what do you mean? Like it's only twenty two minutes. Oh, how many? Con- yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. But back then it was like 26. I mean, it, it mm. was a little bit longer. Um, so you're pumping one of those out every single week. You got to storyboard it. You got to script it. You got to voice it, act it. You got to do is funny all that beca- stuff. Which is funny because nobody, nobody watches the commercials today. Yeah, no, that's like, right. We were watching, uh, we have Hulu live. Yeah. And we were watching something and the commercials came on. 
And it was like, you can't skip Oh, it. yeah, that's right. It's so we're day. watching it, and um, my son was like, oh, this is, this is neat. What? It's like a little thing telling me about something I could buy. <laughs> and I watch it, and it's wow. funny or something. And I was just like, oh, my God, dude, you have no – it was like torture when yeah, I was a kid, yeah. like getting through that two and a half minutes between. Right, right. It's yeah. kind of like when a YouTube video starts with an ad that you can't skip. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, this is the longest 10 seconds yes, of my life. Exactly. You know? Yeah, but he was, he was like – it was like a change to him yeah. to have to sit through oh, a commercial. So so what a weird perspective. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they say things where I'm just like, I wish I could go back in time and tell people this is what someone would say. <laughs> That's like, right. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Okay. So we're at that moment. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Okay, but, uh, this is this is the moment of uh, reflection. So what do you think? Now, before, before – Oh, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. What? I had a brief segment I wanted okay. to tell you. What? TV Guide okay. ranked the top 60 – I saw cartoons that. of all time. Yeah. Did you did you I saw cheat that. already? Oh, I was gonna say if you could guess out of the so Scooby Doo comes in number five. Right. So what comes before it? That I don't know. All I know is that Scooby Doo came in number five. Scooby Doo's number five. Try see if you can guess give okay. me two out of um, the four that beat it. Of animated um, shows. Speed all Racer. Time. Nope. Wow, no. Okay. DuckTales. Nope. Wow. Um let me think. That right. wouldn't beat Scooby Doo. Flintstones? Flintstones is ahead. Um, we have talked about one of these tonight. It's going to seem obvious. Jetsons? The Simpsons. Oh, Simpsons. Okay. Simpsons is yeah. pretty obvious. 30 years going, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, fun. that's funnier yeah. than Scooby-Doo. That's better. What Go was ahead. number one? Uh, the Simpsons was number oh, one. Oh, Simpsons. Simpsons oh, was number sense. one. Yeah. Flintstones number two. Looney Tunes at three. And okay. Peanuts. Peanuts came in four. Peanuts is the one I would say I'd call BS on that. Yeah, that's not Peanuts really it. it was, those were movies or like specials or I something. I don't even really like that, but... Well, it's I definitely do. not better than Scooby-Doo. I do, Doo. but the only one I really liked was the Christmas one. The rest of them I thought were kind of trash. The only one I remember is the Halloween one with the great pumpkin. Well, that one too. That one and the Christmas, Christmas one were both one good. They made one for Thanksgiving, and it was kind of, they, eh. they did, yeah. I like the Christmas one. That's a huge I classic. I think I remember it. Really? Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, or whatever it's called. Sure. Maybe we should what? watch that. We should watch that for a free choice sometime. Oh, my gosh. What planet do you live on? Somehow Raising Cane's, like everything in Raising Cane's has peanuts on it now. I'm What's like, Raising Cane's? You don't know Raising Cane's? Mm, the Texas no. chicken place? It's over here by the mall. <laughs> you know Raising Cane's, but you don't, you don't know Christmas Charlie Brown? No. 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 And it's awful because Raising Cane's is like really pro-cowboys. So there's is like it? all these cowboys crap. <laughs> and I'm like, do you know how good the food has to be for me to sit under a cowboy sign while right. I'm eating? Like, it's, that's difficult. Well, this is their year. Whatever. Go to the Super Bowl. Going to win. Yeah. Uh, not, not One not. for the other thumb or something like that. I don't know. So Forget. what's your biggest surprise? Um, oh, my biggest surprise actually was the all of that junk, just like uh, Indiana Jones. What was it? Indiana Jack and like the, the crappy names. <laughs> yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of the the terrible Who's stuff. So, so, so scared. Yeah, all the terrible stuff that leads up to finally having this. I mean, because who would have thought? Because it was rejected twice. Okay. Uh-huh. Actually, yeah. I think I think I guess it was twice because the first time it was rejected by the producer, like the, the their own producer. Said, no, that's terrible. Go back and do it again. Right. Then they got some together. Then they took it to CBS, and CBS is like, no, no, we can't do that. Then they finally got their act together, took it to the production meeting. Their producer's like, yeah, that'll work, but let's call it this, and then we're going to do this, and we're going to make these changes. Right. Took it to CBS. CBS is like, yeah, we'll buy it. Right. So they had like a year and a half of just junk. Yeah. You know? But they kept working on it. They kept tweaking it. They kept refining it. They kept polishing it. And then, one of the things, one of the things, and I'm, then now you know, fifty something years later, you got this franchise that's worth so much money with merchandise and very few of else. these things. Very few of these things that we end up liking, mm-hmm. especially with film and TV. Not yeah. so much a book, but very few of these things are not collaborative. There's always got to be oh, some God. degree oh, of yeah, It's like we were talking about no, with George, a, George Lucas becoming like an, just like an emperor that nobody can yeah. say no to. That's not healthy. But it was because, you know? well, but Spielberg, if it weren't for Spielberg. But not just Spielberg, but the guy that wrote it. And yeah, then uh, what's else. his face, uh, yeah, what's yeah. his face, the producer, uh, Kasdan that wrote yeah, it. Yeah. And then. And then um, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I mean. There's always somebody saying no yeah. about something. That's a great lesson. Process. That is a great lesson. Because a lot, of people, a lot of people think that the creative process is like lone wolf type of thing. Right. Right. So I've got a, a book out right now at a, at a publisher. You know, the first thing they did was said, you know, before we – okay, so the way it works for nonfiction, they'll send it out to, like, expert reviewers mm-hmm. to make sure that it's it's almost like a, like a peer review okay. type of thing. 
because the publisher wants to make sure that, you know, that it's worthy, you know, see what other experts, because they don't want to get dinged or something. So, but before I even did that, the acquisition editor said, I've got all these changes that I, I'd like you to make. You know, if you wouldn't mind making them before we send them out to the reviewers, I think it would help. All right. So that's the first kind of collaboration. Okay. And then now I've got the reviewers looking at it and they're going to send back their comments. Basically, if, if they like it, publisher will say, yeah, we're going to publish it, but we'd like you to make these changes based on their recommendations. Okay. So now I've got, you know, so, so it's a team, you know, a team of people. And then sure. past that, I've got a, an actual like copy editor that we're going to work with, I'm sure. And then we've got, you know, people with the cover and, and you know, they're going to tweak everything about it. So by the time the book actually gets to be published, there's fingerprints from a lot of different people on it, right? Right. Now, that's just a one book. So imagine sure. a TV show, you know? Yeah, I mean, it would just... Or, or a, an album. I mean, we talked about Sgt. Pepper's. It yeah, was, that's what I was It thinking, was a band, yeah. but it was also a, a full friggin' orchestra. You've got the producers. You've got the but mixers. I feel like within that statement, there's always mm -hmm. got to be one guy with a vision, one guy or gal. I mean, well, I think there's got to be a vision, but, but I think they've got to be on the same page with the vision, you know? Yeah. Like, and, it and sounded like Sgt. Pepper's yeah. is Paul McCartney. Well, now but you've he, got but he, but he, he got huge contributions from every you, other Beatle and from everybody around them. But, but it's, you got it's definitely he, his vision, well, like well, from, his, his from was start, start to finish, but, you, but you had to get him to sell it to everybody else, right? Right. You now, wouldn't want to have like just the Paul McCartney yeah. show, and he just does whatever the heck right. he wants, and it's insane. I'll tell you, you one, one of like the, Michael Jackson is like what you get when yeah. nobody nobody's collaborating anymore. You can watch his albums going down in yeah. quality as it's just Michael Jackson. Just right. nobody could say Quincy no. Jones on Thriller. Right. Uh, master. Other people were a huge part yeah. of it. Yeah, um, so my, that's my biggest surprise is the backstory to it okay. was just as lousy as just Indiana as lousy. Jones. It's like Sergeant yeah. Pepper and Indiana or Jones. any of the, the rest same of them. collaborative yeah. and people yeah. saying yes and no. My surprises, I've kind of given them away. Um, the Sugar Sugar thing uh -huh. being from Archie's, the Archie yeah, show. The cartoon. Yeah. That's probably it. Or Frank Sinatra, Doobie Doobie Doo. Doobie Doo. Like yeah. that's, that's pretty, th you know, but I <laughs> talked about it already. I sure. think I gave it away. It's not, it's up to me. Up to you. It's up to me. Is this where I, I get to sell it, though, right? You can, yeah, sure. All right. You know, 50 years. Isn't that, is it 50 or 40 years? Yeah, 52 50, years. 50, 52 years. 52 years, yeah. So we've got 52 years. It's still a thing. It's spawned, you know, as a franchise, it's spawned, I don't know how many countless, you know, uh, different episodes and, and series and updates and movies. We just had a movie, like a, an, a computer animated movie. I think last year came out during COVID. I remember that because that was one of the movies that we watched. Okay. It was uh, another Scooby-Doo movie. We've got cocktails named after it, for God's sakes. Yeah, we've got, well, uh, there's one of those named after we've got Zelda. The, so the yeah. fun-loving criminals. So I would which was say. It came oh, out just yesterday. I could, yeah. I, you couldn't have put a gun to my head and made me come up with Running that. But I, yeah, no, I know the song. Uh, it's um, like a lot of things, the big things that we learn about. I mean, it would be the same with Shakespeare, yeah. honestly. I think if you talk to – if you could get – documentary evidence of what was going on at the Globe Theater at the production of any one of Shakespeare's plays mm -hmm. as they come down to us from the folios. I think you'd have a process of like Shakespeare said something really dumb and the whole company was like, no, cut that. Yeah, that's you know, no, call this yeah, that. Yeah. This guy should do this. And, you yeah. know, everything changing constantly. And then you get this finished product. Yeah. And that's the same thing. We've seen this multiple times. Like we said, Sergeant Pepper. I think Macbeth, if you could look under the hood, yeah, you'd get the I'm same sure. thing. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. The collaborative process makes it seem really ugly, and you're like, oh, this is just some drivel that they popped out. But like you said, the, 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 the perennial popularity of this and the fact that, like, my nephew, who's 11, loves Scooby-Doo. Talks about Scooby-Doo all the time. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a classic. Got to toast it. All right. Got to toast I love it. it. For what it is. Yeah. There's an important thing to remember that a lot of critics I don't think remember is that we toast for what the thing's supposed to be, right? Like, I hear a lot of I people, think so. Martin Scorsese was putting down the Marvel movies. Right. Because they're just battles and blah. And I'm like, dude, what do you think it's yeah, supposed to yeah, be? That's exactly right. It's yeah. great. For what it is, right. it's terrific. Yeah. It's not It's not one of your films, you know, although they're not, you know, some, <laughs> right. of, them are, some of them are good, but they're not all yeah. that intelligent yeah. either. Goodfellas sure. is not, there's not that much interpretive value to something like that, yeah. even though it's a great movie, but it is what it is. It's a right. mobster movie. Anyway. So for what it is, this is a terrific kid's show that has stood the test of time. I'm toasting it. Nice. With what's left of my drink, with which the, is apparently with, I sucked down Scooby <laughs> Snacks. Which is nothing. All right. Well, thank you, Dave, for uh, confirming what I already knew. So this was free choice. This was free choice. So Next time is book. Uh-huh. 
And I went with something that I have never managed to read before, which, which is, is Murder on the Orient Express by Agatha Christie. I don't know what the drink's going to be yet. Hopefully I'll figure it out by Tuesday morn okay. when I when I post this, which sounds like a thrift store or whatever that place is Tuesday morning. <laughs> like <laughs> right. a second hand store. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about reading it. Been hearing about it for a long time. Yeah, so I think there's a uh, there's a film. There's a Humphrey Bogart film. Right? Well, there's a film just a couple of years ago. Was there? Yeah, really. It's supposed to be really good. Really, I haven't seen it. Huh. But okay. Anyway, so that's what we'll be doing next time. Uh, for now, this is this is it for October twenty second, the night of October the twenty second, where we're recording Toast in the Classics. For Toast in the Classics. I am Clint Lanier, Dave MacArthur, and uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. That's it for episode 30 of Toasting the Classics. For those playing along at home, get some creme de menthe for our discussion of Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express. If you'd like to get in touch, please send us an email at toastingtheclassics at gmail.com. Send us show ideas, comments, complaints, and your theories for what else Shaggy could have meant by Are You Buzzed? Check out my blog at theattractivenuisance.com and follow us on Twitter at @attractivenuisance. Our music was written by Michelle MacArthur. See you next time on Toasting the Classics. Thank you.